What is going on, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Cheers from the Press Box. I'm your host, as always, coming to you live from New York City, Brennan Tassif, joined by my very good friend and co-host, Mr. Joe Dorville. What's up, Joe? What's going on, Brennan? Good to see you. Good to hear from you. I look like a oh. DJ at a, at a popular club right <laughs> <You> now. <laughs> For those of you just listening, which is all of you, Joe had to get up and grab something right as the intro started. So now he's like, he's on the ones and twos now with the half yeah, the earbud in. Mix and master over here right now. <laughs> well, down. for those of you who are new to the show, I'll give you a quick rundown of the show. We're going to start this week off the same way we do every week, where we go through some of the biggest topics and some of the biggest sports happenings around the NFL, the NBA. And then we'll no more college football to touch on because we are all set for that through January. So just the NFL and the NBA. Um, then we'll get into our quick hits. Quick! quick. Where we will talk about um, NHL getting NBA, ready. NBA, by the way. Basketball. Yeah, you do put basketball. basketball. Joe's a big, Joe's a big uh, college hoops fan. Um, yeah, now that Miami's a blue blood. <laughs> we'll get into the quick hits. We will this weekend. Jesus Christ. We'll get to that. We'll hit on our soccer corner, uh, talking about the Prem, Fulham, listening to the podcast and coming out like gangbusters. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We'll but get we'll get to, to there. We're going to skip the walk off this week in uh, order to save a little bit of time. Um, and then we also have some MLB news. Uh, and then we will get to the press conference where we'll peddle our wares. But this week, we're going to start the same way we do every week. Joe! Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kickoff. Here we go. We're talking about the NFL. Bum, 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 bum. Ba-dum, ba-dum. Ba-dum. Um, I don't have the time on me right now. Joe, do you have the time? Do you know what time oh, it is? It's a quarter past game of the week. Game of the week. I tried to catch you on that one. Uh, <laughs> yes. We were talking game of the week. We had some really great games uh, this past weekend, uh, better than the, the weeks before. Kind of, it was tough picking a game of the week last week and the week before, but this week, no shortage of game of the week. Buffalo at Kansas City is where we're going to start. Buffalo wins. Buffalo needed this to get into the uh, keep themselves in the playoff hunt. Kansas City needed this too because they've been looking kind of stale, especially on offense. Uh, Buffalo ends up winning twenty to seventeen. Uh, lots of controversy in this game. Not a controversy. Uh, yeah, we're gonna get into it, Joe. What did you take away uh, from who needed the win more, Buffalo or Kansas City? Um. I think both of the teams needed the win. I think Kansas City needed it to prove something to themselves with the, with some of the losses they've had in the last couple of weeks. Uh, but Buffalo, I mean, the same deal. I mean, they were they were looking on the out. People were calling for heads. Uh, they already fired their offensive coordinator. Uh, Leslie Frazier didn't come back to D.C. this year for whatever personal reasons. And uh, Sean McDermott's been calling the plays on the defense, and they look putrid in a couple games lately. Um, yeah. So... It's Both teams needed this extremely badly. And, you know, when these two teams get together, just magic happens. Something happens that, you know, you've never seen before. We saw Josh Allen doing something where you're like, no, 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 no. Yes, 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 yes. Where he's yep. running out of bounds, falling backwards, tosses the ball to Latavius Murray. Also, that was a fumble. But, I mean, that was not a catch. Latavius that Murray. That was not a two catch. steps and dropped The ball's, it. like, falling out I was about before to say, he I mean, even takes the had, second step. He never had control. Like, what are we talking about? They were about like, here? oh, he made a football. I was like, the ball's falling out, like, like before the, ball the second step. Out as soon as he catches it, essentially. Do you think so. Josh Allen's lost faith in Gabe, da- Gabe Davis? Big game, Gabe? Um, yeah, yeah, because because we've been saying that for years now. He was wide open, like in the end zone on two plays, and Josh just didn't even look at him. Um, yeah, I think a confluence of events. I mean, 
either he didn't running see the him wrong route or, three times last week. I mean, that also didn't help. Uh, last week or two weeks ago against the Eagles? Two weeks ago. Okay, I was about to say because the fucking telecast week. kept confusing me as well. Because they were like, last week against the Eagles, I was like, we played the Niners last week. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, Kansas City, I mean, they looked. I mean, it's been the same thing in the last two years. They don't, they're not the spectacular wild team run up the score. They're going to do just enough to win games. I think, um, I don't know their actual record against the spread, but they, other teams cover on them more times than not. They don't blow anybody out like that anymore. Um, and they thought they did just enough to win. And I thought they had done just enough to win, but. Kadarius Tony was just enough offside, yeah, so to negate a potential spectacular play. Let, let's get into it. Um, the controversy that we referenced earlier: Kansas City driving down the field, fourth quarter. What was it like? A minute thirty left or two minutes left? There wasn't very yeah. much time left. Patrick Mahomes hikes the ball during the. It was a third and twelve. I want to say yeah, third twelve ish. Um, Patrick Mahomes hikes the ball, and during this whole sequence of events, I texted the Discord. I was like. He's like Kadarius Tony's way offside. Mm. Like, and I noticed it like when Patrick went to the line, I was like, is anybody going to say anything about this? Patrick hikes the ball. I see the flag like in the bottom of the screen, like do the like up and Patrick throws it to Travis Kelsey about 18 yards down the field. Travis, who was recruited as a quarterback to Cincinnati, sets up, plants his feet and like throws it behind him. It was second. Oh, was it? God, I was way off. Um, Became second and 15, then third and To Kadarius Tony, and Kadarius catches it. Total trick play, kind of mm-hmm. like a, a hook and ladder, but more more of a throw. Um, and Kadarius Tony scores, and everyone on the sideline is freaking out and going oh. crazy. The teams go, and I just kept saying to myself, there was a flag. I did not see yeah. that flag. There's definitely yeah. a flag. Patrick Mahomes loses his mind. And this is sensed. This is a cool cucumber kind of guy. That's what he's known for. He's steady, even keel. Everyone always makes fun of his wife and his brother because they're like, they're the crazy ones. Patrick is always like even keel. Now, Patrick was screaming at the refs, having to be held back. Belligerent. It's a great word. Belligerently. He was just screaming, almost crying, like scream crying. And I kept thinking to myself, watching it in real time, I go, this isn't about the refs. It's like whenever I was like, he's not screaming at the rip. He really yeah. wants to be screaming at. Tony. Like whenever a table snaps at me, I go, "This isn't about your food. This is about something else." Like what happened before you got to the restaurant? This is about his wide receivers, namely Kadarius Tony, messing up mistake after mistake after mistake, and mistakes that aren't. I get it. He had off the field aren't issues negligible. in Florida, <laughs> but that's the thing is like he had off the field issues. He was a great athlete. He was a top pick. And I get all that stuff. It's it's like almost non-football mistake. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like big. Thi- it's little things that are just destroying this team. Offside penalties on spectacular plays. Dropping touchdowns. Just dropping and catches. I was in, in the first game, a drop that led to a pick six. Yeah, fumbling <laughs> the ball. It's like, it's like, what is happening here? And Patrick, we've said this several times this season, does not have the weapons that he's used to. Travis Kelsey, fun fact, same age as Rob Gronkowski, who's been retired for three years. It's it's just not working. Hey, and this was for a, three years now? Yeah, this was a culmination. This is, wait, hold on, hold on. 
This last season was the Super Bowl season. He didn't play after that? He didn't come back for like a six-week spurt? No, they won the Super Bowl and he uh, retired again. This is... I swear he I mean, came back again. We can fact check that, but I, I heard that on two other podcasts, so... Uh, I don't trust those other podcasts. Just like I don't trust Romo and Nance to remember that the Bills didn't play the Eagles last week. I know, right? <laughs> uh, but it was just... And then the post-game press conference, I know Tony and Mike talked about this. I know everyone's been talking about this. I will plant my flag here, um, and this could almost be a pseudo walk-off because I know we wanted to talk about this. Uh, childish, entitled. Uh, these are the words that come to mind watching Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes' press conference. Played 12 games in 2021. Okay, so he did come back for a little while. Uh, so nobody knows what they're talking about except me. <laughs> I... He was offsides. He was clearly offsides. He was offsides. Man. Like, and what? they're calling it a lot this year. They only called it twice last year. They've called it 11 times, now 12 this year. Like, And he wasn't like a little offside. Like, he was a he foot was beyond offside. the ball. He was beyond <laughs> the ball. It was insane. It, it, and it's not the bullshit offside, offensive offside, like the Eagles have gotten again in this past game. Yeah. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Um where Jason Kelsey's hand is the other hand that they keep mistaking for the left guard. It's yeah. insane. I wish Kelsey would just wear a bright colored left glove like Jesus Christ. But no, he was blatantly with no disregard so far offside that it didn't make any sense. Like if you see the video, he and <clears throat> I said this in the discord like, it's the Randy Moss, because this was the first player I saw do it. I don't know if anybody did it before. Maybe Jerry Rice did it. Maybe Lynn Swan did it. I wasn't around for that time. But Randy Moss, always line up, look at the ref, get the okay, come back, set up, hands, boom. He, this is what To he your did, point, bro. that's not just, that's a thing. Like, that's even a thing. In, <laughs> when I was in college and I played fullback, I would barely ever go into motion during practice. But when I did, they were like, always check with the ref. So even I was doing that shit. And Brandon, I played fullback. Brandon, I did it. I was so like wanting to play football at a young age you when I was a young. Football, you? No, I did it in street football. We had no ref. I would just line up, point to my left, and get ready yeah. to go. That's just what you do. He he lined up pointed and then just turned his head before getting any type of confirmation and just stared down the ball and I mean that's the what ball bothers area me. and the Patrick Mahomes. He's so he's staring never, towards the ball. He never looked back to get any confirmation from the ref. And at that point the ref is like, well, I'm trying to tell you you're off like back you up. You gotta back up, yeah. So now I know looking. it's an offside. So like you said, as soon as the play snapped, that that flag was up. Yeah. So it's like you can't fault the ref for that. Well, the other thing that bothers me is Kadarius has been playing football probably for at least 12 years, probably since he was like 10 years old. Way and the fact that. that he turns to look towards the center to see the snap so he knows when he can take off. Like, yeah, you got to you not, snap count. Like, on three, we're the, breaking the huddle on three, on go, on. How are you not looking at the ball like, wow, it seems like I'm up a little bit further that than too. I am. Right <laughs> That's my like, point. Is like the perspective here is a little off. <laughs> yeah, like how are you not looking? Like I feel like I'm a further ahead than I normally am. <laughs> like it was insane. What did you think about Andy Reid and then Patrick Mahomes to a bigger extent? Basically telling the refs that they ruined a game and all this kind uh, of stuff. I didn't hear Andy's comments after the game because the Eagles game started right after, and I didn't oh, care yeah. about press conference at, at that point. Um, but I heard Patrick's comments today, and man. 
I will say, uh, again, I didn't hear Andy's comments, but I know today he recanted. Like, he, he kind of yeah, about he faced on it. Hard. Um, but Patrick, my thing is, I don't, this, this is one of those, you're talking to somebody else through the media type of things. He's not talking to the refs. He's no. not talking to the media. He's talking to Kadarius Tony because yeah. even in his thing, he says this is something we've been uh, players have done since middle school is look and check with the ref. Yeah, which is why we're all wondering why your receiver didn't, didn't do the, didn't go through the, the the actual process of checking with the ref. I so, want to ask you something: Is Kadarius honestly? I know there's not a lot of good receivers out there. If there were, they would have gone to get him. But everything we've seen so far from Kadarius Tony, would you be shocked? And I know they said they're going to stick with him. Would you be shocked if we woke up tomorrow and he was cut? Um, I don't think they'll cut him this year. Uh, no, but I'm saying, would you be shocked? Would I be shocked? Um, he, I'd be a little he, shocked. I'd be. A he's shocked. responsible for two of their losses single-handedly. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'd be shocked, but um, I'd be shocked just on the basis of who they going to get. Yeah, like the thing is, he's a gift and a curse. Like he's gonna make like he had that huge play in the Super Bowl. I was about to say he's gonna make boneheaded plays, but he's gonna make some plays that just make you look there and be like, "Damn, they really got away with one there." Like yeah. he had a punt return in the Super Bowl, like you said, he had the touchdown in the Super Bowl. Like he, we there's hurt. a reason he's jumping on one leg. Yeah, there, there's a because everyone reason, said he was injury prone. There's a reason. Um, this guy was a talent to get drafted by the Giants, and then why they went it was after a first him. round pick, wasn't it? I, I cannot say if he was or was not. Uh, I can't believe if he was the first one. Let me double check. I got it right now. Fifth round. Fifth round. Nope. I knew he fell because of his off the field stuff. So first round pick. Yeah, that's what I thought. Sorry, that was the weighted career average. I, I didn't know what the hell I was reading. He performs as a rapper under the name Young Joka. That's, that's my favorite piece of trivia from today. <laughs> yeah, Young Joka. I'm J-O-K-A. saying that's his AKA over in uh, this is his nickname. In, <laughs> yeah, J O K K. Yeah. Young Y-U-N-G. He's still stuck in like yeah, he was, two, he was 2000s. He was slated to be a, like a top 10, top 10 pick, and he dropped all the way to 20. Yeah, so I don't think they walk away from him just because I, I don't yeah, know right. they can't. who they else they're going to get. I mean, they had to trade for Miko Hardman midseason. So. Which isn't – yeah, that's not awesome either. All right, we got to move on. I just – I I want to say this. No, um, this was something big. We had to, it had to be discussed. Yeah, um, Patrick, I like Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes Patrick. is one of my – but this is a bad look for him. Wasn't the greatest look, but I mean, um, I know why he's doing it. I've been there. I think we've all been there. But I it mean, wasn't the greatest look because he's attacking the refs. But the other thing is, now we're saying we're, we're saying it's not the greatest look. But there are a lot of people who agree with him. There's a lot of people who are saying yeah. like, "Oh, why do they make this call? It's procedural." <clears throat> but my thing is, dude was offsides. I was about to say, Michael Parsons one, is offsides. You're making that call. I was about to say the thing is. There's rules in the game, and it has to be followed. So at that point, you're saying, "All right, let's just have all your receivers pass the ball." Like, yeah. what, like, this why do we CFL, care about yeah. this? Like, what? Like, 
No, you have to play within the structure of the game, and that's a rule of the game, and you have to abide by it. Tell your receiver, tell your receivers to do better because there also was video and images. They were doing that all game. They lined up offsides a bunch in that game, and they were yeah. warned numerous times. And then on a most important play, your receiver did it again by not going through the process truthfully and checking with the ref and seeing the ref's response to then back up. That is a uh that is the responsibility of your receiver and the lack of accountability on your coaching staff to not have them going through that process as need be. I he bet you a, he, I bet you on Tuesday they're gonna fucking be drilling that in their goddamn yeah. heads. <laughs> He did a Joe Dorderville street ball thing where he just pointed and then looked away. Yeah, he just pointed and looked. No, no, I, I pointed. I, I checked with the non-ref that was there. I, you checked with the imaginary ref? Okay, yeah, I shook my head and everything. Boom. Yep. I did. I wanted to be Randy Moss, man. If I was lying, I always played quarterback. I was all-time quarterback. My older brother was also all-time quarterback. So if we were on different teams, we were all-time quarterback. For those teams, if we were on the same team, I'd line up wide, check with my fake ref. All right, cool. Then I'd get the... I had a Devontae Adams little get off on my feet, man. Break out, give you a quick inside move, cut back outside, throw for it over the top. Let me get that over the shoulder. Boom. Touchdown. Touchdown, baby. That's Touchdown. what Maryland does. All right, moving on. Maryland? All right now. Wedding crashers. Uh, oh, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> cakes and football. That's what Maryland does. Uh, moving on now to uh, a front runner for game of the week, it's but Maryland. not as not as controversial. <laughs> moving on to Maryland. Yes, the Los Angeles Rams fighting for their playoff lives, going to top seeded Baltimore, Baltimore, and almost almost squeaked out the win, losing overtime on a spectacular play. Uh, this game was way closer than any of us thought it was going to be, at least that I thought it was going to be. Lamar Jackson uh, had a bit of a coming out party. Not- you want to know, know how I uh, – coming out party? Man's won an MVP. Uh, I know, you want to know how I – I just meant from a passing uh, perspective this uh, season. Uh, got this one wrong. How? Uh, last two weeks, my fantasy Wait. quarterback – hold on. How? Hold oh, on. Okay. I was going to say. Last two weeks, my fantasy quarterback was Matt Stafford. My bench, Matthew. Matthew Stafford, whatever. Uh, my bench quarterback was Russell Wilson. Looked at the looked at the matchups, and I said, Matthew's playing Baltimore. Mm, let me take him out. Had forty four like points that. on my bench right there. Yeah, three touchdowns, no picks. <laughs> had a spectacular game. Over uh, 50% passing. But Lamar had a great game. 316 yards, three touchdowns, only one pick. This game, um, and then 70 yards on the ground. I mean, obviously, Lamar has won an MVP, as you referenced. But he hasn't He hasn't been playing at his, his MVP level this season. Uh, there's a whole mix of factors to that. Zay Jones has been playing really well, too. Uh, had two crucial Flowers. drops in this game. Um, Zay Flowers, I'm sorry. Zay Jones. I got Jackson. Yeah, he did. Line. He did have two crucial drops. I also have him on my fantasy team, and that pissed me off. But he eventually <laughs> got that touchdown, so that worked. Yeah, out. can we talk about A.J. Brown, speaking of? Um, I mean, that, we'll get to that shit. So, Los I Angeles. I know that's a two-minute one more round that game. Okay. Um, <laughs> Los Angeles hung in this uh, with Baltimore, who is on track to be either the one or two seed right now, depending on what happens with Miami tonight as my, uh, Monday night's going on. Um, How is that but, going? Because last I checked, they were down 10-7. Yeah, they were. I think it was 10-10 last time I uh, looked at it. But anyway, I think the Rams in this game are making a push 
to make the playoffs. I think that's uh, 27-13 Dolphins. So it looks like they came back. Okay. Uh, Finally figured it out. But I don't know if they're going to be able to. I think it's like too little, too late kind of a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're six and seven. They still have the Commanders, the Saints, the Giants, but the 49ers, that last game might not mean anything to the 49ers. So they might be able to win out. And if they can win out, they'll definitely make the playoffs. But I don't know. This is this is tough. Uh, this is for sure tough. Um, I'd like to remind everybody the Rams are six and seven right now. And those last couple of games, a lot of them are sound winnable. And I had them going nine and eight. So if they lose that San Francisco game, they win those other games. That's nine and eight. I saw a good team here, it, but man. not a better team. Um, I didn't know what they'd have with Pukunakua. Obviously, that was one of the big shockers for me. Oh my god! Remember at the beginning of the season where everyone's like, "They don't have any draft picks. It's all a yeah. bunch of unsigned free agents, undrafted free agents." They got and now some of these guys can play. Guys, they got a lot. Like this Dennis Allen tight end kid that came out of nowhere. Like, man, they they know how to pick them. Uh, yeah, they had thirty four sure. undrafted uh, players are undrafted. Like they went undrafted in whatever year they came out. Thirty four of those players was on this practice squad. Jeez, jeez. But, um, I mean, that's talent eval, man. Like you always yeah. say, three-tenths of a second makes a difference, and you can't account for what is in somebody's heart. A lot of undif- un- undrafted guys, they're going to give you the most. They're going to maximize whatever they got. They're not going to take anything for granted. So, And Sean McVay is a good coach. He's a good motivator. Um, I think that's a really good team, man. I think that's a not a really good team. Sorry, that's hyper hyperbolic. That's a very competent team. They're not a yeah. pushover like they were last year when Matthew Stafford got hurt and everything. Like if everything is clicking, that team is gonna fight. Same way Baltimore is gonna fight. Baltimore is gonna fight, hun. Because uh, there was a play a in there. I did throw a hunt in there. I like throwing the hunt in there. Um, because there was a play where. And shout out to 954 all day. 954, Broward to Broward hookup, Jose Jones and uh, Lamar Jackson. Uh, there was Zay a play Jones? where, damn it, you fucked me up, Zay Flowers. <laughs> uh, there was a play where um, apparently Aaron Jones has never sacked Lamar Jackson. Has never sacked. Yeah. God dog it. I'm, that one's on you. I didn't that one's on me. No, that was on my fantasy team. Aaron Jones. I had him in the lineup. I was running hoping he'd back. play tonight. And you mean the running play. back from Green Bay has never gotten a sack on Lamar Jackson? Yeah. Uh, Aaron Donald has never gotten a sack yeah, on 50, Lamar Jackson. He has sacked 53 quarterbacks. Never has it been Lamar Jackson. Never has it been Lamar Jackson. He finally got him in his crosshairs. Had him. Whipped him around once. Got out. Whipped him around the second time. And Lamar throws it out of there. A pass that was on target should have been completed. Didn't get completed. That was one of Zay Jones' uh, crucial drops at that moment of the Zay game. Zay Flowers. And yep. God darn it. Zay Flowers drops at one of those uh, crucial junctions of the game there. But, um, no, Baltimore really showed us that um, they could hold on. This is a game. This is the game. They had a good game, they too. Lost. I thought he, he was had done. An amazing game. Yeah. Um, this is the game they lost three times already this year, and they pulled this one out. They they hunkered down. They were able to uh, execute late, get a late drive to get a field goal. Justin Tucker. Yeah. So and uh, that's the thing is it gets pushed into time. overtime, and then I just side note I've been watching Ballers again because it's on HBO. The first season is great. The, the I can't. I mean, halfway through the third season, I'm like, oh yeah, I realized why I stopped watching this show, but uh. I think the main character in that, played by Denzel Washington's son, uh, John David Washington. 
Yeah, John. I wanted to say John Washington, but I was like, that doesn't sound right. John David Washington. I think he's based off Odell Beckham Jr. or vice versa. Because they every time I watch him, I'm always <laughs> like, that's OBJ, man. Uh, but it was weird that they pushed it to overtime, and we go into overtime, and then like three and out. Baltimore goes three and out, and you're yeah. like, holy shit. This game might be over. Then the Rams come down. I think they got two first downs, then end up having to punt. And I'm like, oh, this game's going to end in a tie. There's no way. And then shocking because of an injury. And um, who's the Devin A. Uh, Duvernay is out yeah. for punt return. They had this young wide receiver that no one had heard of returning punts. Tylen Wallace. Yeah, Tylen Wallace. Runs it in, electrifying end of the game. Runs it in, no flags on the play. Touchdown. Baltimore wins. Baltimore wins. Um, hun. Hun. I, I, I told you not to do it, and you, you did it for me. Um, yeah, that man, that was a spectacular. Uh, that was a spectacular part return. And uh, I, I think the most significant thing is what you said and what the announcer said. No flags. No flags. Because no on something like that, you're just expecting. We're so conditioned that nothing good happens. To, we can't watch anything great without watch, seeing well, a flag. Well, it's not only that, but like this, this is something that was a realization to me when we played the tight, or excuse me, when we played the Texans the first time, the Jags. Um, when Beck, the fullback, ran, or he plays tight end, but he has a oh, fullback yeah. number. Ran it all the way back. Like on on special teams, it's like they get through the first layer, and you're like, "Well, surely someone will push him out." Somebody's of back there, right? <laughs> Especially when they run, they tiptoe the sideline. You're like, "Surely someone is going to knock him out of bounds," and then they just don't, and you're <laughs> like. Because it's one of those weird things where, like, if it's a deep bomb or something, which we'll talk about in the uh, Jags-Cleveland game, because there was that weird play where the coverage got blown. Oh, my God. And well, Joe the guy threw slipped. It. Yeah, he threw Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he threw, Joe Flacco threw it eight yards, and it turned out to be, like, a 57-yard bomb. But but it's like that, that, like, you immediately have a pit in your stomach where you're like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> but on kick returns and stuff, you're like, surely someone is going to stop this. And then when they don't, it hits you all at once, and you're like, what the shit, man? <laughs> And it was, that's truly the moment I had where I was like watching and I was like, okay, good return, good return. Oh my God. I'm like, okay, tilt happened, uh, riding the sideline. Somebody obviously will push obviously. him. Obviously. Somebody obviously is going to push him out of bounds. No? Nope. No? Nobody? Oh my Nobody? God. <laughs> yeah. It just kind of hits you at once. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, great game by the Ravens. I think this wasn't a must win for the Rams. I think it, like I said, I think it shows promise and with their schedule, they might be okay. Um, I'm just worried because Baltimore's Baltimore's coming to uh, Jacksonville this weekend, Sunday night. We got a Monday night and then a Sunday night. Can you believe it? Baltimore's uh, gonna wreak havoc through the state of Florida, man. Uh, they got to deal. I'm not with looking Jags, forward to it. And we then they got to so play the Dolphins as well. We play so bad at home. Yeah, it's weird. We've well, been there, three... but better on the road, buddy. We have a better road record than we do a home record. I've uh, our road slash neutral site, including London. Exactly. I've I've won a Super Bowl like six straight years in my franchise mode on Madden, and I'm still not the number one team in the NFL, like oh, popularity weird. wise, because it's in Jacksonville. Anyway, speaking of Jacksonville, that's hysterical. Jacksonville falls to Cleveland in Cleveland. Joe Flacco, the man's still got some moves. Uh, question mark. I'm. So real quick, I'll just take a, a couple seconds of this. Joe, if you want to start the clock. Um, mm-hmm. I'm worried 
about four is fine. That's okay. All right. Yeah, you already changed it. Never mind. Uh, I'm worried about Jacksonville. We lose to the Browns. We were never in control of this game. Let's be completely honest. The score says 27-31, but we were down pretty much the whole game. Um, yeah, Cleveland scored f- first, and then they just kept scoring, and we couldn't keep pace. Uh, we had a lot of turnovers, and we talked about this last night in the Discord but it's just like one of those things where it's weird because sometimes you'll see in a game where a team has like four turnovers and they win or three turnovers and they win. Like we did in the the playoff game last year against the Chargers. It's like there's no way we can win this and we come back and win. But in the case of this game, just like we were talking about with Philadelphia, which we'll get into a little bit later, these turnovers were like backbreaking, like giving them like no field to go down and score. And it was just. I don't know. This team, we say it all the time when they're playing well, it looks like they can't be stopped, but that's so few and far between because of the dumb mistakes, because of the young mistakes. And the Cleveland defense is a great defense. Trevor Lawrence had two passes where it looked like he was purposely throwing it to them. And I know he's playing <laughs> on a bum leg, but it was it was It hard did to look watch. like that. You are right. Ooh, uh, what did you say the you, score was earlier? Huh? What did you say the score was in the Miami game earlier? It was 27 to 10. It's now 28 27 t- Titans up. Wow. Tighten up with two under two up. minutes left. And the Packers lost to the Giants. Wow. Wow. Yeah, this so see scores like this, like things like this make me remember, oh, it's the NFL and anything can happen. But losing to 38-year-old Joe Flacco because David Bell caught uh I don't even remember. After he this. just, you know, rolled over off the couch. Yeah. Who was the guy that slipped? It wasn't Trey Herndon because he's out. I I don't want to say it was a Luacon because he's our best linebacker. He's one of the best in the NFL. Was it a linebacker? I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was a. Uh, I'm was watching it the Nelson. I'm watching the replay now. I can't say. Hang on. Let me bring it full screen. I felt like it was either Nelson or it might have been Herndon. Herndon's out still. Oh okay. So. Um, but what did you take away from this? Are is Baltimore is Baltimore is Cleveland a team to be feared for the playoffs? Or Cleveland is a team to be feared, man. Um, this is a this is a spectacular defense. If they have a quarterback in there who's not going to turn over the ball and is going to make attempts to move the ball downfield, they are deadly. Um, calling Joe Flacco off the couch and getting him to throw over nearly fifty attempts in both games uh, is. Says a lot about the confidence that Stefanski just had go in Joe Flacco. Um, this is a team that's normally predicated on the run, and they threw the ball forty-five times in this game, which is insane. Do you want uh, to hear the worst part about that? We got one sack and three QB hits. We have spent so top, many draft picks, top ten, top five, number one pick after so first round pick after first round pick. Oh, it might have been Darius Williams that slipped. That might that was Darius Williams. Thank yeah. you. I was looking for. Um, um, Jacksonville Zone shouts out because uh, he had a he had a really good pick in that game. Uh, I mean, he's been playing well. He just slipped. I mean, that should yeah, happen. I was saying, yeah, he just slipped. I, I'm, I didn't say it. I'm just saying he just slipped. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying I hate because I love the fact that we run man because it's aggressive and I like that. But the fact that we don't have fucking help over the top when shit like that happens, it happened with uh, Devin Lloyd. Remember two weeks mm-hmm. ago against the 49ers where yeah. fucking Kittle beats him and you're just like, oh, well, that was cool. <laughs> Now this 280-pound white guy is going to outrun everyone on an NFL field. Awesome. Oh, trust me. I, I saw my fair share of that uh, two weeks ago, last week and this week. 
But um, no, I think the Jags. The Jags are good. I, honestly, I feel like they could have saved Trevor and not played him this game. Um, I mean, now saying that hindsight with the result in hand, but I felt like why rush him back? Like when I found out he was playing, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. You know why? It's because they thought they could steal a win. They thought they could steal it. That's exactly why. I'm telling you, they thought they could steal. But my my thing is, my thing is, if you have. I mean, obviously, this proves they have zero faith in their backup. But yeah. you just saw oh, what Jake definitely. Browning did to you guys. Like, yeah. you could steal a win with your backup, and you could also protect your quarterback. Um, yeah, and I don't think going against Miles Garrett in that defensive it's going to do right him play. any favors. Yeah, I like, what? Like, right I agree what with are you. you doing? I, don't think <laughs> I mean, so, I get the logic. They're like, oh, well, we'll take one from the Cleveland. There's no way they're going to. Like who the fucking Joe Flacco off the couch? There's no way. And then well, they did. My thing is even like, Joe Flacco off the couch, that defense is good enough to steal wins. Yes, like and we've steal seen wins. They have a winning record with PJ Clark and um, We are, are you drunk too, man? What PJ Clark? Uh sorry, that's the name of a burger <laughs> place here in New York. PJ Walker. <laughs> PJ Walker and D D D, D uh, don't tell me DTR. Yeah, DCR. Dorian, Dorian Thomas Rob- Robinson. Dorian Torin- Thomas Robinson. Yeah. Uh, who came in for a nifty little sneak there? Um, yeah. Sneak. I loved, sneak. I loved how, what was it? It was a, a, a short yardage play, and they go, normally they line up Harrison Bryant, FAU go house. They're like, normally they line up Harrison Bryant to take the snap on these plays. And Joe Flacco was like, yeah, I'm not Deshaun Watson. Yeah. I'm fucking 6'6", 240 <laughs> pounds. Let's fucking go. Yeah. I didn't have uh, knee problems in my past. Yeah, I'm not but, that fragile um, little boy. Let's do it. But yeah, man. I mean, you guys fought to the end, even with the three turnovers. Yeah, we came back. With three interceptions, and uh, there was a fumble, I know, by Parker Washington. You guys came back, fought hard to the end, almost got the two-point conversion if you would have got the— um, My fantasy group chat was like, why are they going for two? Why are they going? And I go, this is Dougie Fresh, two. baby. This is Dougie Fresh. You, we love it. We hate go it. It doesn't two. matter. This you is Dougie for, Fresh. My thing was, like— for the people that don't understand, you go for two there because you're playing the odds of, like, even if you don't get the two, you still, like, the the, the announcers were pissing me off because you still got to do the almost impossible thing now of these days of getting a goddamn yeah. <laughs> onside kick. It doesn't so, matter if you're down by two I'm not saying, you're At down that by point, thousand, it doesn't geez. matter. Like, yeah. if you have to score a touchdown, if you got to kick a field goal, either way, the hardest thing to do, is the offense the part kick. is easy. The hard part is getting an onside kick. And if you can get an onside kick, and then all you have to do is kick a field goal, well, then you're the smartest man on earth at that point. Yeah, but you might as well go for it and win. Uh, That's what I'm saying. So Calvin Ridley and Trevor seem off. And I think Christian Kirk being out has really affected that. I did get my Evan Ingram game. I tell everybody. I got year. my Evan Ingram game. Ooh, he God has one thirty-five to forty-point game. Too bad I'm like four and eight in that league, but I finally got my Evan Ingram game. Because of Evan Ingram, <laughs> I have a bye going into the fantasy playoffs. Ooh, Thank you, Evan. Look at um, you, boy. If, if you would have had this game last week or this week, it didn't matter. I had if you would have had, had just had like one of these weeks. If you would have just had pieces of this game throughout the season, like I would have. No, been <laughs> I'll take it this way. Um, but yeah, it's uh, Christian Kirk being out as creating more havoc on Calvin because we saw it. Parker Washington is not to be feared. Zay Jones, I love him, but he's injury prone. Like it's not, it's just not. Uh, God damn, the, the, Zay Jones had 14 targets, five receptions. Yeah. Calvin Ridley, 13 targets, four receptions. It's not good. 
And I mean, Trevor's just heaving it up. Some of those. Yeah, was, some of those are just prayers. It's just, it doesn't look, and Travis can't get going, man. What was the run? I didn't even look at the stats. What was the run? Uh, 14 carries for 35 yards. But that yeah, front, you know that front. Go- I know, I know. I was, but he got the one touchdown, which really helped me. <laughs> yeah, this fucking so, defense is so good, too. I would say that's a really good defense they're going up against, man. Like, Well, that's what makes me nervous, because we played the San Francisco defense, which is great. This defense, which is really good. And then... We have the fucking Ravens. Like, I don't like going against these good defenses. I'd rather be in a shootout than in these games. Well, the thing is, I mean, Brett, I don't know if you know, but when you play teams in the playoffs, you're usually playing good teams. Okay. (laughs) I I mean, not not everybody's coached by Brandon Staley. Well, we held uh, Kansas City Chiefs, too. We also hurt Patrick Mahomes, so. They had to just yeah. face what Matt Moore twice. Matt Moore? Twice we've done that now. We did that this year and we did it last year in the playoffs. Was it Matt, was it Matt Moore? Come see me. Yeah, it was Matt Moore. Okay, how about that? I can't remember if it was Matt Moore. He played like three plays and then d- d- Patrick came back in. Okay. I didn't know One more round. All right, like so one more round. Of, uh, We're gonna put some time on the clock. I'm gonna take the first one. What? Uh, <laughs> the Dolphins so you're too, lost. You're too close to it, Joe. Wait, what? The Dolphins lost. They didn't get a good game-winning drive at the end. Dolphins lost to the Titans. Dolphins lost any given Monday, man. Any given any, Monday. See, these kind of results make me feel good inside when we lose to Cleveland. Yeah, like or to Jake Browning. Oh, it's not on the rundown, so I just want to mention this. I was talking to you, I think it was last week, or maybe it was through text, but remember how I was like, Jake Browning's a competent quarterback. Like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, he broke all these records and all this kind of stuff. And then when he went out, I was like, oh, yeah, he gets hurt all the time. (laughs) I forgot about that. Uh, He got hurt? Yeah, he had cramps in his thumb. Like, Oh, that's right. AJ McCarron had to come in, yeah. Yeah. I was like, he got hurt. Yeah, but when it he went out, hit. It, it was like I don't, that was the most randomest injury. He, he was, was like jogging out. Yeah, of the, I was like, like he, he was yeah. running to the side, and then it's like, oh, he's holding. Just dropped his the hand. ball and was doing this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Okay, his hand cramped up. Yeah, the AJ McCarron came in. Um, so yeah, two All minutes. Right, so we'll for do me. two minutes for this one, and then we're gonna do one minute for everything else. Go. So the Eagles played the Dallas Cowboys. The Eagles lost to the Dallas Cowboys. The score is a bit misleading as far as uh, the game shook out. Um, honestly, I'm walking away from this game with more positives than negatives. Um, not to say there aren't negatives to be had. The offense. Looks, Kyle's gonna freak out when he hears he this. He is, he is, but he needs to hear this. He, Kyle, me and Kyle, we're locked in when the game is on. I hate everything. I hate how the offense looks. I hate how the defense looks. I hate how the special teams look. But once I step away and remove myself and look at it objectively, we had three drives. We had three drives going to the Cowboys side of the field that resulted in fumbles. That is an anomaly like that is not going to happen all the time. That is, like I said, I don't know the last time that's happened in a game where three of your best offensive players fumbled the ball. So that is something that is just literally will never happen again. 
AJ Brown, uh, Devonta Smith. Who was the third? Galen Hurts. Oh yeah, on the oh, run yeah, he, he fumbled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so those three drives, at at the worst, those end in field goals, and now it's a what twenty two point. They have twenty two points. How, we we're just gonna pick up flags nowadays, like a blatant <laughs> hold on Jordan Davis. The flag was thrown, and Jaylen I guess this, no, it was Jordan Davis. Oh, um, was it? okay. I'm sorry. And I guess this was what Patrick Mahomes wanted. He wanted the ref to just pick up the flag, like they did later in the Eagles game. He was probably watching the TV, like, "Why didn't you do that? That? That's yeah. what I wanted." <laughs> uh, but yeah, they just picked up a flag and said, "Nope, sorry." The hold, even though we all have video and see the blatant hold that's there, and we initially called a blatant hold. We're just not going to call it today. And like, if I was a conspiracy theorist, I'd say, you know what? The league made a call and said, "Hey, Dallas has to win. We need a we need a tight number one race or something." Um, but I'm not a conspiracy theorist. But um, that that ends in a field goal, so that takes away four points from Dallas's what 34, 33? How much did they end up having? I lost thirty four, thirty four. So yeah, that makes it that ends up making it a tighter game than it was. Um. I mean, these two teams aren't that far apart. Uh, it was obvious. My bad. Yeah, so it, it was just obvious mistakes that were being made um, that can be corrected. Uh, something that, I mean, it's a little fun fact. Uh, the Eagles in their last two games played teams that were on 10 days rest. Uh, that Sunday game against the 49ers, the recent game the 49ers played was Thanksgiving. So they had the following Sunday off and didn't play into the following Sunday again. So they had 10 days of rest. The Cowboys played Thanksgiving, then they played another Thursday. So they got that Sunday off and didn't play again until this Sunday. So that's not something also that's going to happen where a team has more rest, significantly more rest than that in the regular season. Could happen in the postseason if we don't end up with the number one seed, but it won't happen again in the postseason, in the regular season. So it's it's just tightening the screws on a couple of things. I'm not going to woe is me. The world is falling because I think as of right now, how it shakes out, we're still number one. I don't know if yep. San Fran leaves You own us. all the tiebreakers. Okay. So, yeah. So, we're right. So, all we have to do is win out. We're in the softest part of our schedule. We just went through a gauntlet where we played two team, a team that was in the Super Bowl the year before, a team that was in the NFC Championship game the year before. The other two teams we played in those five games, uh, we played the Cowboys twice, who were uh, a dumb Ezekiel Elliott at center play away from being in the NFC Championship game, yeah. and the Buffalo Bills. Like, and playoff that's teams, all of them. I was about to say a team who has been in the playoffs the last three years running. So, coming out of that three and two, giving our best in the first two games, and then with the circumstances um, looking bad in looking really bad in that San Francisco game and then looking less than stellar, just mistakes in the moment, not a schematic mistake. I don't think we had against Dallas. I think it was just mistakes. It's fixable in the moment. errors. Yeah. Fixable errors. And the refs just, you know, yeah. Calling the most penalties I've seen in a game in like weeks. <laughs> I will say this. Um, and then we can move on. I just want to, in the third quarter, they were like 15 by the third quarter, it's 15 penalties have been called in that game. Yeah, it was the defense can't be on the field that long. Uh, not to not in this game, but to the point we were talking about last night. This defense has been on the field. What they say, like 
almost close to 90 plays in their last four games. And they're not they're not getting any rest. No. Like you said, they're playing on short weeks, and you're on the field twice as long as you normally well, would be. we're playing on regular weeks. The team we've played against the last two weeks are on extended rest. Yeah, So, and you're playing pretty much double. Yeah. The defense is playing double. An average NFL game you normally have between like— 70 plays, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe 70. Yeah. I, when I was in college, we would run like between 50 and 60 plays on offense. Um, so, like, you don't— you don't want to see that too often, but um, also just to answer your question real quick, how often can three of your best players fumble in a game as a Jags fan? It can actually happen a lot more than you want. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Parker Washington is not one of your best players. No, I know, but God, that counts. One more round. All right, we're going to put one minute on the clock for the rest of these. You don't even have to put it on the clock, Joe, because I'm going to wrap this up pretty quick. Battle for the NFC South, Tampa Bay at Atlanta. It looked like Atlanta was finally getting a lot of their pieces into motion. Uh, Desmond Ritter looked great in this game. Uh, Kyle Pitts came back from the dead. Um, Drake London looked awesome. I had B. John Robinson in this game, and I'm going to tell everyone that's listening a little bit of a secret. I really wanted Tampa Bay to win. I've got a soft spot for Baker Mayfield. I want Tampa Bay because I think they have the better team. I think they have the more veteran team. I want them to win the NFC South. I don't know. I got a weird thing with the Saints. I, I, I just don't like the Saints. Don't tell my best one of my best buddies, Matt Folcheron's wife, because she's a huge Saints fan. I just don't like the Saints. Um, I think Derek Carr is overrated. I don't like the way he talks to his players. Um but yeah, Tampa Bay, I wanted to win this game. I think should win this game. I want to see Baker Mayfield do something because I think that there's a lot of untapped potential. Plus, with the whole thing that happened with him and Joe, was it Nick Bosa? Like, Nick Bosa sacked him and got him back for that Ohio State loss. So, like, it's all good. <laughs> like, Tampa Bay should win this fucking division. Let's go, Buccaneers. Um, as I said, I don't know if I've actually said this before, but um, nothing makes me happier than Atlanta losing. Because I live in Atlanta, and oh, yeah. the fans here are very passionate. And there's nothing, there's nothing like telling somebody, man, I feel sorry for you. Why do you feel sorry for me? Because your team's going to let you down. Like, no. And then you're just right every time. Just like yeah. nine weeks, they looked n- nine good times too. out of ten, you're right. <laughs> John Robinson had 20 fantasy points. They, they looked, looked good. so good. They had, did everything right. And like I, I, my, I was getting my hair done uh, during this game. Ooh, they played the Giants wore the good jerseys. Um, yeah, the '80s retros. I like those. Uh, I love those. Um, my lady was doing my hair at the time, and we had red zone on. And she was like, "Let's go Falcons!" I was like, "Ah, we don't root for the Falcons in this." I house. was like, "No, no, not even that." She's from Atlanta, so she can root for whoever she wants to. But I was just like, "Eh, it is the Falcons." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Don't." Don't get your hopes up. It is the Falcons. <laughs> Tampa Bay's the better team. They won a Super Bowl three fucking years ago. Like Tampa they're the Bay, better team. Tampa Bay's the better team. That's why I had them being the better team. I had the Falcons going seven and ten. I had the I had the Tampa Bay winning the division at nine and eight. Um, I think Tampa Bay is a better team all around. I think uh, Mike Evans was Falcons, hot in this game. Did you Falcons see that? Didn't like go oh, their goddamn quarterback because he's not fucking good. He played pretty good. This was probably his best game ever. This was far was. and away his best game. This is like the Justin Fields thing happening all yeah. over again. Um. Mike Evans was hot. I didn't see it. Mike, so Mike Evans only got like four targets the whole game, mm-hmm. and one of them was a touchdown, and he caught it. Both feet hit the ground, but a split second before his left oh, yeah, his hand ground, went down. His yeah. left hand hit the – Oh, the that was so upsetting. He was mad. Uh, Mike Evans, uh, Hall of Fame receiver. Hall of Fame this receiver. Is now, 
10 straight years with uh, 1,000 yards, I believe. Is it 10? I thought it was five. I think he's had it every year of his career. Uh, yeah, this dude is the unsung hero. Remember, remember Relevatar said 10 started? the other day, and I was like, damn, he's been in the league for 10 years. That's crazy. Remember when the season started and we all thought Mike Evans is the the biggest loser with this Baker Mayfield thing? Yeah. Like did he didn't even, they didn't even try to resign him. Yeah, like, no, they we'll didn't resign him. him yeah. The they were like, we'll probably just have to let him go. We're rebuilding. And then he has another thousand yard season and we're in week 13. This um, is insane. Yeah. 10 years, 10,000 yard season. <sighs> That's insane. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Damn. That's impressive. Joe, shit. you've got the next He's game. almost the at next... 100 yards. I mean, at 100 you've, touchdowns. You've got the next great game Minnesota at Las Vegas. One more round. Oh my gosh, Brendan, you don't understand. You don't understand. This game was the second greatest result for me last no. night. I think it's so, the second greatest game of last, of this last no, week. Second greatest result. So I'm in a group chat with my buddies who, whenever I'm at home, they come over, watch the games with me. Uh, not every time, but every once in a while when I want them over. Sometimes I've been traveling a lot and shit, and I'm like, I just want to sit in the house by myself with the lady. I don't want anybody around. Um, but no, so one of them is a Falcon fan. The other one is a Raider fan. And he's been talking cash shit because he's from Oakland. So like when San Francisco was winning last week, he was talking cash shit about the Eagles. And I'm like, hey, we're still the number one team in the NFC. Like, you can't really talk shit about me. What about your team? He's like, oh, we're fine. We're going to be okay. And then they lose a game where Nick Mullins has to come in and be the savior and win it three to zero. Oh, Brandon, you, know you want to know how many texts he sent me since that game ended? I'm going to get zero. Not a one. Yeah. Not a fucking one. That was a rough game to watch. I didn't even watch any of it. It was on red, so I, I and I was like, "Why do they keep showing this?" And I understand yeah, there's only four games like, in this block, but stop Scott doing. Hansen was like, "This is a record." I know it's like the longest two teams have gone zero zero, and then and then again, I was getting my hair done. My girlfriend was enraptured for this game. She was like, oh, "Go back to the zero zero game. I need to see what's happening." She loves the defensive struggle. Gotta I mean, it. look, this girl loves defense more than anybody. All right, when Max Crosby getting off at, on the edge there, getting to the quarterback, she was impressed. Brian Flores and his scheme. She was like, "You know what? This guy's a genius. He should be an offense. He should be a, a head coach somewhere." One more round. Yeah, I had to slip that one in there. <laughs> um, India at Cincinnati. I, I'm going to admit, I was torn in this game. Of course, I wanted Indy to win Gardner Minshew, Minshew Mania. But then also, I was like, well, Indy's in our division, so I hope Cincinnati blows the doors off him. Plus, it'll look a lot better if Jake Browning has two good weeks in a row instead of having one shitty week, then one great week against us, and then another shitty week. Um, and that's exactly <laughs> what happened. Uh, he had two good weeks in a row. Uh, Cincinnati ended up winning this game 34 to 14. Again, one of these games wasn't even close. Uh, Gardner had only one pick, but it seemed like he had a lot more mistakes. If that makes any sense, like he was missing guys. Um, and it was just not, I don't know. The Colts didn't look like they were very insane. Zach Moss only had 28 yards on 13 carries. Uh, yeah. And the Bengals looked great. Jake Browning might be able to get them into the playoffs. I mean, they're, they're kind of set. Well, on his that. hand doesn't start cramping. Yeah, I know. He, like we said earlier, his hand cramped, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is why 
he is a backup. And even though he broke all those records. And but again, I have to ask a question, man. Zach Taylor, good coach. Good coach. Zach Taylor. His brother, su- his brother sucks. His brother sucks. I can tell you that. Zach Taylor? Zach Taylor's oh, brother. Oh, Press Taylor's his brother? Oh, I didn't yes, know Yes, is garbage. They look nothing alike. Press Taylor looks so well put together. Press Taylor needs to be fired, and Dougie Fresh <laughs> needs to take over play calling. Um, uh, but yeah, they're going to fire him, and then they're going to bring in Frank Wright. They better not fucking fire Doug Peter. I will. No, 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 no. They they're going to fire Press Taylor and bring in Frank Wright. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, I am fine with that. I was going to say. Did you say Fred, Fred Wright or Frank? It's Frank. Frank. Oh, I thought you said Fred. No. Hey, all right, Adam Jones. Uh, <laughs> Look, you didn't play for me yeah. fantasy today. That's it. That's all I got. I, we don't even. You didn't even start the timer. You don't even need. Yeah, to. I didn't. Um, move on. Um, uh, next thing I want to talk about. We've got two more things. Two more things. I just wanted to get to real quick. I didn't want to spend a lot of time on. Don't even want to give it official one more round. I just wrote it down so I wouldn't forget to shout these two out. Two things out. Uh, Houston. I don't know if you'd call it a shout out. We're about to talk about the demise True. of Houston. Houston uh, football. Just just happens sometimes. Uh, they ended up being without Tank Dell. Uh, we knew Collins. going into injury. Nico Collins got hurt. Dalton Schultz didn't dress for this game. CJ uh, Stroud. And then CJ Stroud gets a concussion and is out for the rest of the game at that point. Um, and then Denver. What a turnaround. They started yeah. the season one and five. Now Champagne they're seven and six. They're one game out of the AFC West right now, Brennan. I know I brought this up Who last week. Who could have predicted that? Joe, you predicted that. Thank I. You. No, I brought this up last week. That Singleton guy is a fucking mess. All over the field. Brennan, Dude, I'm so mad he's not an Eagle anymore. I was watching. He, I was like, damn, we really need that. He guy. was undrafted, wasn't he? Uh, why are you saying that, Brennan? Because he plays like an undrafted player where he wants to <laughs> kill everyone. The chip oh, on his shoulder that's the other is thing so I was going to say because you're talking about Indy Cincinnati. Uh, I learned that uh, uh, Beige number 30 from last yeah, week, yeah, Sidney Brown's too. twin brother. Yeah. I wanted to know. I didn't know. It's funny because when they kept bringing that up, I was like, yeah, that safety is pretty small for a safety. <laughs> hey, but he gets to the ball fierce. I mean, yeah. Just oh, my God. Just that, couldn't get to that damn pass Jake Ferguson caught. That one Jake Ferguson one, I was like, you know, if he was three inches taller, he would have knocked, knocked, knocked that out. He would have knocked that out. He would have knocked that out. literally, like, it grazed It was right there. Man. If he would have just a couple, a couple, you know, just, you know, do some arm the pulls. The Houston thing. I want to touch on the Houston thing just briefly because it is one of those weird things where when you see it happen to a team you have no relation with, you're kind of like, oh, that sucks. But after going through what we went through last week with Trevor and what you've gone through with Jalen as far as injuries, you sometimes I think we forget how easy it is where it's like, oh, your whole season's over now. Like in this, like just like that, your whole season's over. Brendan, I don't think we need to. It doesn't take that much to forget when look at the team across the field from them in that game. Four plays, Aaron Rodgers yeah. gone. We all said up, oh, close the book on the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> well, even even them themselves, even are not uh, the Houston game, but in the like the Cincinnati indie game. Look at yeah. both those both those teams are playing. Both with their of those backups. teams, yeah, they're playing with their. And backups. luckily, Jake Browning is competent, and I think Gardner Mitchell. Gardner Mitchell is competent. So I will fucking say this till the cows come home. Anthony Richardson went out. What was that? He kept going out all season, but he was like officially done after week four. That was Gardner Mitchell yeah. might drag them to the playoffs. And I was fucking saying for all these teams that needed a backup, Gardner's been sitting there for three Shane years Steichen. now, Shane and Steichen. no one took a chance on him. And then three years, Shane what are you Steichen. talking about? He was an eagle last year. 
I know, but you know what I'm saying is like no one really went out. But well, this is what I'm saying: Gardner Minshew or Mac Jones? Oh, Gardner Minshew. Exactly. Yeah. I'm trying to think: Gardner Minshew or Zach Wilson? Gardner Minshew. So, like, this is what I'm saying: like these teams that have like terrible right, situations. You, for me, you could have you could have said fucking Zach Wilson or Mike White. I, I still think they should have. Brennan Tassif for Zach Wilson. Brennan Tassif. He's in New York. He's ready to go. Six one two thirty. He can run the wildcat all day. Like, what are we talking about? Um, I don't even right, need gotta, to see what his arm looks like. We're already at an hour. We got to keep going. We're right, at an hour. Yeah. All right, TJ, Brandon. do you see why I always push these shows earlier and earlier and we still end up talking too much? And look, we got to talk about it though. Things Basketball, happen. things happen. The we had the the NBA playing tournament, the um, NBA, not the playing tournament, the end season tournament, the sorry. IST, which I'm so happy everybody's now adopted that uh moniker for it. LeBron the James wins the MVP, LeBron James won the MVP, the Lakers win the IST over. Do you have a problem Indiana with Pacers. LeBron winning that over Anthony Davis? Who is no, because points? it was for the entirety of the tournament and okay. not just the game. So, Terry um, Halliburton should have won it. Uh no, he was on the losing team. Uh, hey, tell that to uh, get a few win. Tell that to um, with Gary West, how yes, many years you. ago? <laughs> uh, LeBron should have got it one of those years they lost to the Warriors when he was by himself playing yeah. with Matt Delvadova, Timothy Moskov. Um, he was, was the West like thirty six points. Uh, what happened? Was that the West teams? No, that was LeBron's. We're playing with Matthew Delvadova and Timothy. No, 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 no. But I'm talking about wasn't that the Cleveland teams with Delonte West? Oh no, 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 no. That that was way past West. That's okay. when he went back and Kyrie got uh, hurt. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin yeah. Love got hurt. But um, yeah, the Lakers win the Eastern Tournament over the Indiana Pacers. Brennan, uh, before we go on to the rest of the recap, how did you feel about the Eastern Tournament? Did you watch any of the fi- semifinal games? Did you watch the final game? I watched none of the games, but I listened to a lot of uh, recaps on it. And I, from what I heard, a lot of people love, I'm, let me put it this way. I'm incredibly stoked that the players took it seriously. And of course they would as a former athlete myself, I know how competitive we can be. Um, so I'm very happy that they took it like this seriously. Yeah. And man, also, I, I kind of like what the league's doing about being penalized for sitting players. I kind of like that too. Like I, I really like the direction Adam Silver's taking this part of the league where it's like, no, you're going to play like your best players are going to play. Yeah, man. I, I, th- I really think it worked out. A lot of people were, um, you know, hemming and hawing at the beginning of it, you know, when it was announced and everything. And as I mean, it's, uh, it's pompous to always say as a soccer fan, you know, we do this many times a season. We have the Carabao cup, we have the FA cup. So this is nothing new. And actually it's different where those games do not account for your regular season record. They're making these regular season games aside from the finals. So all it's doing is heightening the intensity of these regular season games. People were, you know, bad, uh, pushing against it, bristling against it, um, not understanding what it could be. And I think a lot of people had their minds changed with how serious the players took it. How, like one of my friends in my group chat was like, Oh wow, the the players are actually playing in this game. I'm like, it's the final. Why would they? Yeah. They played every game up to this point. Why would they set this game out? What are you talking about? Um, like these are like you said, these are competitive athletes. They, no matter what it is, you tell them it's a it's a it's a card game. They they want to win. That is just how they are geared. Um, 
So yeah, it, it made for great games. It made for some great meetings. LeBron had one of the best passes I've ever seen. I, I need to sh- uh, send this to you. He freaking tossed the hat to AD. He was at the three-point line. AD was like a step in from the coach's box, and he tossed his hat. At first, I was like, oh, he's just throwing this hat away. Like, psh, I don't give a fuck about this. He tosses it so nonchalantly. That's why I thought it lands in AD's chest. Like, boom. I was like, holy buckets. Um but yeah, no, it was super fun. Uh, as far as the rest of the, the how everything is shaking out right now, Celtics are still number one in the East. Uh, the Mavs are back to number two. Um, Minnesota and the Thunder are one and two in the West. Nuggets just won tonight against the Houston, uh, against the Houston, against the Atlanta Hawks. I'm mad I didn't know that game was happening because I could have went and watched them. Uh, now I love now I miss my opportunity of them being in Atlanta. Um, and yeah. We already said Brennan's team. We said my team. And uh, in college basketball, I alluded to earlier, Miami lost to Colorado in, on a neutral site. You know, one of these weird showcase things or whatever or whatever. Uh, yeah, we got hammered. Was, it was like a one-point game and a half, and then we got hammered by like 20 points at the end of it. So Arizona is your number one team on move. Kansas number two. Purdue moved up one spot after losing to Northwestern last week. Uh this week they won a game. They won their games, didn't lose, so they moved up to number three. Houston went down to number four. UConn's number five. Uh, for our interest in particular, uh, Miami is number twenty-four, and FAU is number fifteen. Found four spots. They lost. Who they lose? I know. They lost to Illinois. Lost to Illinois. Next yeah. game against FIU, though. I feel like that's going to be scheduled a scheduled loss. That Illinois one was yeah. Oh, wow. You're playing number one Arizona later this year, too. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. Oh, man, that's a tough one. After that, you're getting into conference play. So oh, really, Joe? Is that a tough one? I mean, it's, um, some some would say it's opinion? a tough one. <laughs> After that, you play yeah. Gulf Coast, and uh, then you ride yourself rock, into dude. the listen. Damn. Uh, so first oh, in the American, though. Fun fact, uh, LeBron James Memphis. Jr., LeBron James Jr. Uh, played his first game this weekend on Sunday against Bronny, uh, Bronny yes, against uh, Long Island or Long, no Long Beach uh, State. Um, first Let game it be known. after coming back from. Uh, I don't think we were recording actually. I think that was a part of our summer break. Uh, but he had cardiac arrest. Um, he had a uh, yeah. cardiac incident, incident and uh, yeah. had to go to the hospital. Um, he had got medically cleared earlier. Uh, like right before the season started, this was his first game that he played in. Uh, four Had points, a chase down block. Four points, a chase down block, a couple steals, uh, hit a three. So, um, in the words of Little Wayne, it's done like my daddy. Played 16 minutes. His dad was in attendance. So, really cool moment, really cool thing. And another sign of the times that we are getting old when LeBron James's children are now playing college basketball. Yeah, that's uh, weird. Um, on the women's side of things, nothing has changed. Everybody who needed to win won. Uh, South Carolina, UCLA, NC State, Iowa, top four. Uh, USC is number six. A little movement down at the bottom. But, uh, ooh, Miami finally got ranked after being 8-0. What took y'all so long to get to the party, pal? Uh, eh, what took you so long? Miami ranked number 24. Florida State going down a couple. Virginia Tech number 16 right now going down one spot. Uh, but what were you going to say, Brian? I've forgotten. 
Okay. Uh, in college football, the portal is active. Oh, we're not doing that. Quick, quick, Mayman hits quick hit. Oh, I see what you fucking did there. <laughs> I see what you did. I was gonna say we are not doing that shit. Uh, all right, quick hits, quick. So Otani, um, Shohei Otani, the um, one and only, the superstar, signs with the Los Angeles Doyers for ten years, seven hundred million dollars. Uh, fun fact about this: I paid your life money. God damn. Yeah, uh, generational wealth. Talking about this contract, though, he will only receive $2 million a year for the life of the contract, and then we'll get a check for $680 million at the end of it. He's doing this so the Dodgers can still build the team around him. That's what ESPN told me. 680 is deferred. Um, I think it's going to be set up like Bobby Bonilla. You think they're going to defer it even further out? I don't think they're necessarily going to defer it further out, but... Have I have I regaled you with the tale of Bobby Benina? Everyone knows the tale of Bobby Benina. I feel like you don't even know how to say Bobby Benina. Bobby Benina gets paid a million dollars <laughs> by the Mets every year on like 1.3th or something like 1. that. 1.3 on July 1st every year. Um, one of my favorite stories in baseball. Also, Ken Griffey gets is still one of the highest played, highest paid uh Reds, even to this day, because they still owe him money they've been paying. Um, but they can't do that. Shohei wouldn't sign. I, what I'm saying is, I don't think players sign a deal like knowing. Do they sign a deal knowing they're going to get deferred? I thought that was yeah. something that happened later that they had no. to like, renegotiate. It depends. It depends. So, I so the team like came to them hat in hand and was like, "Hey, we're broke now." No, no, no. So it it depends. Uh, I was just informing my buddy about uh, when Bryce hype Bryce Hyper when Bryce Harper was uh, becoming a free agent for the Nats. Um, the contract he turned down was ten years, three hundred and forty million. But a lot of it was going to be deferred until after he was done paying. And he said, "No, I want the money while I'm paying, while I'm playing." Yeah. Um, and I think I don't think it's going to be one, you know, check for six eighty. I think it's going to be installments over a length of time. Um, and it's just what, I, what blew me away though was the two million a year until that blew me away. That I, I was stunned. That that's the but now the most, Dodgers go and get that pitcher they were trying to get. Exactly, that's the most uh, somebody has shrank in their salary since I mean Deshaun Watson having a salary last year at one million dollars. Um yeah. but we know why that was because he was going to be suspended for ten games. Uh, but yeah, no, that, and also that, all the allegations of sexual assault. Yeah, that's why he was suspended for the second game. Um, but good job mentioning We got to get that in. Yeah. Every time. Um, you know. Deshaun, that will happen to you for the rest of your life on this podcast. So, uh, yeah, Shohei only taking two mil and then deferring it all. And one, one thing that was interesting was one of my buddies who is a financial guy, um, he said it's interesting that there's going to be no interest accrued on it. It's, it's just going to be the flat 680 down the line, it's going to be no interest on. Uh, Ooh, that's build interesting. On. Whereas Bobby Bonilla's, I I think when he when they they could put it into like him, an escrow account, yeah. They released Bobby Bonilla, and then like the payments didn't start until like ten years after he was released by the Mets, and whatever interest accrued by then, he got that. That's why it's one point three versus one million dollars wow. every year. So an extra three hundred k a year in interest alone, Jesus. So, so yeah, uh, very interesting uh, thing happening there. I mean, we were all just shocked by the number and that he was going to the Dodgers. Didn't have to change uh, locales. See, the deferment's what got me. I but thought he was going to get. A, I, I thought the, 
Then today, when the defirms came out, it was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I thought the Mets were going to offer a billion. So to be honest with you, I was not shocked by the $700 million. I was blown away when I saw that ESPN article that he was only going to get $2 million a year. And I was like, this dude wants to win so badly. Uh, this dude either wants to win so badly or is acutely aware that he has a twice now bum uh, UCL where he's had to get two Tommy John surgeries, not many pitchers to come back from that. So he will never be the pitcher that we have projected him out to be. Um, and as a hitter, he has gotten injured every year or so. So we'll see how long he, his body Write a pee on this parade up. and call it rain. I'm just saying, you know. Joe's anti-Japanese this players can, in the MLB. This contract can look very... This can end up being one of the worst contracts, potentially. I think he's still a generational but player. Can't. You have to give him the money. But um, it, hoping. It, it, I mean, it's fully guaranteed they're going to have to pay him no matter I what. I would say and that's the thing. It's guaranteed, so it doesn't matter. It can't, it can't look bad in... So in real it time... It can look bad in one year if they don't win the World Series. But what I'm saying is in real time... The whole length of the contract, he's only getting $2 million a year. Yeah, which, which he's getting $2 million a year. Can they I'm trade just, this? I'm not saying. Can they he, trade the deferment? No, they can't trade the deferment. They can trade him, but then they'd have to. That's why I have Mobabi Bonilla. They traded okay. him, but they still had to pay him. The, so the, the deferment, they're on the hook for no matter what. They're on the hook for that. But um, oh. my thing is. Oh, this is going to be an albatross. I'm not, I'm not saying it's going to be. a. am backpedaling right now, oh right in real time. I'm, um, I'm switching my side. It's not that it's going to be bad on him. It'll be bad on the team because if you don't go out and get the pieces necessary to win next year, like we're all going to be like, hey, you got this guy. You spent an arm and a leg to get and he gave you an arm and a leg back to get other respectable yeah. talent. And if you're not winning it's a 10-year deal. If you don't come out with four to five World Series, I this said is two a to failure. Three today. Yeah, I said two to three at work. Um, like, real, I say four quick. to five because you got Freddie Freeman. You got Mookie Betts. You got Walker Bueller, who's going to come off of injury. You got guys who are already yeah. there. You got Baseball is the only sport where you can't win with one guy. Well, like, baseball and football, but much more baseball. Like, man, if, if you come if you walk away from this with one, it's not... It was oh, worth it. Failure. It was it's not a, worth it whatsoever. It is a systematic failure if you only come like, away with one. You have right, to move come on. away with three or more. Uh, We're at an hour the, ten. In the in the NHL, uh, the Panthers are number two in the Atlantic uh, with thirty six points, seven victories. Uh, been looking real good lately. Um, started a little slow uh, with some key injuries, but a lot of people have gotten healthy. We now have a sixteen point uh, point differential, which is second in the East. And god damn, some of these teams in the West are crushing it. It's How are we twenty nine games into the season already? Uh it's been going on for a while. It started before I the feel NBA like the season. season just started. It started before the NBA season. Uh the Lightning aren't doing as great though. Uh no, thirty one points. Twenty nine games played. Uh so the Panthers have two games at hand and we're already ahead of you guys. So uh ninth in the East, excuse me. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, that's division. Um, yeah. Right now, the Panthers are third in the East. And, These uh, fucking Vegas Golden Knights have never had a bad season. Yeah, well, they had one, I think. <laughs> I'm just saying, in the in grand seven scheme years, of how long they've, they've been one. around, yeah. 
That's <laughs> gross. Oh, All right, <laughs> let's get to the real info. We're All talking right. about Fulham. So Fulham in the Prem League has been listening to the podcast. We win another one, five nil. Five nil coming in big time. Well, Brennan, big time. Brennan, you have to you have to set it up because last time we recorded was Monday. Our other game okay. was Wednesday. So you said oh, again yeah. five nil. So we won five nil twice. Yeah. Is what I'm getting at. After winning five three. After no. What? Didn't we win? Oh no, we lost. No, we lost four three. Four three. That's so what we it was. won three two against Wolves. And then we had the game against uh Liverpool, which was a four three yeah. loss. Heartbreaker there. Heartbreaker. And then on yeah, Wednesday, they scored that fourth goal like in the fucking last an like instant in extra time, yeah. In an instant, goddamn it. Um, but no, so Wednesday, Fulham played against Nottingham Forest, one of the bottom five teams, uh, and we put five goals on them: two from Raúl Jiménez, two from Alex Wobie. Raúl is one back, baby. From Tom Kearney, number ten. Our What's captain. going on with that eye patch? Uh, it's the patch that he wears on his head that he banged into the thing. Oh, he okay, that's put right. it over his eye for the celebration. That's what I thought because I was like, I know he wasn't wearing that over his eye during the game. Yeah, no, 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 no. And um, and then we played Austin Villa. Uh, no, we played West Ham. Sorry, who is uh, a team who was in the top half, and uh, we gave it to them as well. We and they can five suck goals it too. On them. Uh, five goals, five different goal scores. Um, the most beautiful the of which was uh, the last one from Harry Wilson, who just put in. An amazing ball. Um, oh, he didn't even get the last one. That's right. Vinicius got the last one. Uh, Harry Wilson got the one, the first one in the second half. But Raul got the first one. William got the second one. Tosin out of Rabio, uh got the third with a header on a set piece. Thank God for just kicking the set piece into the box. Stop doing these short corners. Got that. Uh, Harry Wilson got a magnificent one. And Carlos Vinicius got the one to end the game off right. Um, in- it's crazy to think in these two games. We have now gone from I'm worried we might get relegated to, <laughs> to in the top 10. ten. <laughs> and also our goal differential went from a big fat red negative to yeah. zero. Yeah, it went from ten to zero. Um God, I think it's since awesome. the month of October, Fulham is, has scored the most goals. Uh now seventeen because we had the we had one against Austin Villa. We had uh the three against uh, Wolves we had the three against Liverpool and we had the back-to-back fivers and there was an international break in there in the month of uh, November. Um, so yeah, we are a team who is streaking, who's hot at the right time. Uh, we got a couple good matchups coming up here, favorable matchups um, along with uh, the Carabao Cup game. Uh, I'm just gotta, glad Raul Wolves back. Yeah, he's, he's back in form. I mean, this is what, three... No, but going into this game, it was three goals in two games. Um, Why don't they yeah. ever have these guys' picture? Three goals in two games because it's soccer. There's a lot of things you got to look it up on your own. Uh, but yeah, now he's had five goals in four games or something or other. So he seems to be fully informed. Alex Wobie, um, we So I watch um, when I don't go to the bar to watch a game. Sometimes I hop on uh, the Fulham in the South. Shout out to Fulham in the South. I hop on our group chat, our group chat, our watch party on Google or whatever. And we were talking, we were saying Alex Awobi, what Zhao Pelina did last year by securing the defensive side and also making impacts in the offensive uh, half of the field. 
Alex Iwobi has come and done that in droves. When you watch the game, you see him everywhere on the pitch. He's in the front half. He's in the defensive half. He's in the middle. And he can play all these positions. He can play both wings. He can play uh, midfielder. But he'll be in a winger position and just tracking the ball to wherever it's going to be or coming up big wherever you need him. He's just a workhorse. Um, and it's really made a difference. And Tom Kearney, in, with this offensive explosion, Tom Kearney started in three of the games and came in as a sub in one of them. And he has grown so much from when he first got to the club. This was his 300th appearance uh, for the club in all competition. Uh, he's grown so much. And there were times before where he wasn't even playing when we got to the Premier League, we wouldn't play him or he'd be hurt. Um, and now with age, he's so good on the ball and keeping possession and making the right passes and making the key passes. He looks like he looks like a savant out there. Um, and it's really it's really dope to see him just grow that much to become somebody who I mean, he's he's in I mean, he's always been a sub this entire last year and this year he's been in the substitution role, but starting more games for us now, looking confident and, um, you know, proving why he's the number 10 and he's the captain whenever he's on the pitch. So. All good. Raul uh, scored his first goal. Remember he had that little bit of a. Yeah. He had a good goal against uh, the game. I turned off. 11-12 is when he scored his first goal in like a year and a half for the premier league. And now who was that against? I forgot. Uh, let me pull it back up. Um, I just had the date. Uh, it wasn't the Liverpool was, game. No, that was against um, ABL. ABL? Austin Villa. Yeah, Austin Villa. it was the Austin Villa game. That's right. Yeah, yeah that, All was, right. Um, that was the goal that started the... The whole comeback. Baby. Yeah, I would say you kind of you kind of nailed that actually because I, I turned that game off. That's when I was in Broward. I turned that game off. You told me Raul hit it, and you were like, "Hey, maybe this unlocks him." And I was like, "Hey, maybe yeah. it does. Hopefully, it well, does." We see it all the time Boom. in sports where you just need to get that. You need to get over that hump, and you're like, "Oh yeah, I've I've done this a million times. I can do this again." We call it the yips. I was about to say, and I also think they've uh, adjusted to playing with him and not the style. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say the style of play has adjusted. We're not just lobbing balls for aerials. We're lobbing balls a little longer to get somebody in the back foot, yeah. catch the keeper off guard. So um, they've been playing beautifully, man. They've been playing beautifully. Hopefully we can make it to the playoff. Uh, not playoff. What's that called? To make it to uh, European. Uh, the Champions League. <laughs> We're not going to make Champions League. We can make Euro- Europa. That'll be Europa, great. that's it. That's top five. Yeah, that's the fifth spot. Yeah. Europa. Fifth, sixth, depending on the year. Let's get um, to Europa, baby, with Raul back. Man, I really right. want to. I want to. Really, I want to win the Carabao. I mean, the Carabao is right there for the taking. I don't we know play. why you care about the Carabao. Hey, oh, hey, we play because we've never won any freaking. I know we've trophies. never won anything ever. So uh, we play Everton next, and then on the other side, I know there's some big clubs that may knock each other out. So you know, we can we just can get some hardware. We just want some hardware. Just want Speaking some, of hardware, just want something to celebrate. Joe, we got to get out of here. We'll bring you the press conference in its entirety. I want to look disheveled. Like, we've been <laughs> podcasting forever. We've no, podcasted for 12 everybody. hours. It's only because we had uh, a bunch of shit we really wanted to talk about. Now it's... That's what... It, that's the problem with us getting in the Discord on Sunday. Because then we'll just go back and forth. And I'm like, all right, we got to talk about this. We got to talk about this. We got to talk about this. <laughs> Um, all right, so Joe, where can we find By the way, you? I apologize for giving you so much shit on the Discord. 
That's fine. I I got I got you back. I got you back. Okay. All it took was you being like at the very beginning of our conversation on the Discord, full disclosure listeners, Joe was like, Oh, how the Jags do today. <laughs> and then and then instant karma fast forward a few hours and Joe's like, Well, I mean, we didn't play that bad. We just had three turnovers. And I go, Oh yeah, Joe, that's how the Jags did today. <laughs> so where can we find you? You can find me on you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dover. You can find the shows Twitter and Instagram at Clearing Press. Don't forget to check out all the other shows on the new Low Network. Who does a podcast? We're going to be doing Jesus Christ Superstar tomorrow night. That'll be out for oh, you yeah. guys on Wednesday. Um, and a new Low where we have uh, some good banter. I spell things completely incorrectly. Um, that becomes a topic in, in its own right. Um, and yeah, go check out uh, JoeDorval.com. Check out my merch. The music, uh, 30 is performing well. If you haven't listened to it, go check it out. Uh, 30 by Headphone Joe, no O, no E in the phone. It's very good. Um, very good. Brennan's finally listened to the entire thing. I'm giving you shit. Don't worry, buddy. I'm just, uh, it was good. Yeah. I was listening to it at the gym. I was lifting, dog. But yeah. Uh, Brennan, where can we find you? At Brennan T Comedy on all social media, BrennanTComedy.com. Check out my other podcast, Brennan Tassif is your ex drinking buddy. Uh, great episode this week with the very funny Derek Gaines. You might know him from The Last OG, tours with Pete Davidson all over the world. Uh, hilarious comic. I was very uh, blessed and grateful to have him on. He's been on my bucket list to get as a guest, and I was too scared to ask him. And then I asked him, and he said yes. So that was a great episode. Also, the one-man show, Ex Drinking Buddy, a comic's look at life near death. Recovery and Redemption comes live January on YouTube, so check that out. January 1st or? Uh, January sometime. Oh, okay. An ambiguous deadline. Well, I Brennan, think it's going to be January 14th, but I'm not sure yet. Okay. Uh, okay. You should make it January 17th. You should make it, you should make it January 17th. What's January 17th? Oh, I knew you were going to say, how dare you? I'm kidding. It's Juneteenth. Everybody knows that. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> January 17th is Martin Luther King Day, everybody. All right. Uh, Brennan, get me Did out you of honestly here. think I didn't know that? No, I'm messing with you. Uh, get me out of here because I didn't know. Uh, I didn't realize how long we were going. God. Um, all right. And that's why we play the game. Hello. Hello. Shout out. Weiss check. God, it took me a second to find it. Tight end for the Titans. Tight end 52. Can you believe that? Oh, I did see that.